All right, this is the Monday Night Men's Forum. I'm Matt of Farm Hop Life. Tonight we got Grant, Homestead of Pain, and Padre of uh, Smith Homestead. And the episode tonight is Matt's dad. Uh, say hi, dad. Hey, hi, everybody. I'm Dan. So uh, he's just going to talk about a couple of, couple of things growing up in uh, on a farm in northern Minnesota. We can ask him questions and then, like, leaving the farm and, you know, Gener- like generational wealth, a couple of things like that. I don't know. You, you got some ideas of stories you want to tell, so. Oh, I do, huh? I don't know. That's what you said. <laughs> so uh, so we'll go around real quick and uh, share some personal events. Go ahead, Grant. Um, I don't really have a personal event other than I should be studying right now. I should have been studying for the last four or five hours. I have it. And, and studying for what? Tomorrow is the final exam for herbaceous plant identification class. And so we have to ID 25 plants with five extra credit. So I haven't been doing I think you're going to do fine. You seem to ace everything else, so I, I'm not worried. Uh, maybe, maybe. I get at least a 60. 60? D's get degrees? No. <laughs> C's. C's. Well, there you go. Well, all right. Nice. Well, good luck. Uh, not studying. Padre. How you doing? You have, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, um, I've been busy. Very busy. Oh no, he dropped out. <laughs> he has I've been, been busy. busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm busy. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, that that happens. That happens sometimes. Uh, all right, Dad, why don't you go ahead and share it personally, Ben? While while Padre goes back. Oh, great. Yeah. So um, I recently retired. Uh, actually, it's just been a year in uh, the middle of April. So my wife and I uh, uh, purchased a RV, and we just got it in March. And so our first maiden voyage was to uh, to come out to Montana from Minnesota to visit uh, Matthew and Katie and the two grandkids. So that was pretty exciting. We hit uh, heavy rainstorms, uh, forty mile an hour crosswinds, and snow. Uh, but other than that, it was a pretty good first journey. And we're here, so we're staying just outside uh, Matthew and Katie's house. Uh, for four or five days, and we're headed back on Wednesday. Yeah, they're out in the out in the driveway, 20, 20 feet away. Milo always wants to uh, walk out the front door and go 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 hang out in the RV. So that's that's his thing. He wants to. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the RV. That's his that's his thing lately. Audrey, you're back. I'm I'm back. That they're gonna roll internet. You know. Yeah. I don't. Well, let's spend the date on the hall. Let's doing it this way. Uh, did you you want to share a personal event? I was here. Uh, I was saying is we you know, to do the farmers market every week. Um, I picked up the second market one on Friday, one on Saturday, and uh, man, I'm selling out both days, both markets. That's good. Tomorrow, now we're picking up the third market. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I'm, I am I am now finally on my homestead doing better wild world at nine to five hours three years ago. Dude, that's awesome. Congrats, man. Do you learn how to bake bread in your in your sleep or on the month out of what's the world? Yeah. Currently looking for a commercial bread on that that would make face so much so much easier. Yeah. Um, well good. That's good. 
uh, this weekend. We planted 15, 18, 18 plants. Uh, we started, uh, we started a hedgerow, got 12 Siberian pea shrub and three purple flowering locusts, uh, along the like irrigation ditch. So that'll, that'll get that started. And then up by the house planted a lilac and some hydrangea. And so things are, things are looking good, taking shape, had a lot of help. H is your soul. You know? What if pH I, is your soul for the hydrangeas? If I ever took a soil test, I could tell you. I don't know that. All right. Do they like it more acidic or more? Depends on what color flower you want. Uh, I don't remember what these ones are. I don't, I don't remember what they're supposed to be. Based on acidity. Oh, I didn't know that. What's the, P, what's the pH of rock? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I have no idea. There's a lot of rock here versus I don't know what the soil's like uh, in your area, but uh, Matthew's kind of on the edge of a mountain here, and there's uh, we I found out there's a lot more rock here than in Minnesota. He was just blown away every time we had to dig a hole. <laughs> there he is. Is it more pink the more acidic it is? I don't remember. I don't exactly know. I just know it changes colors. Hmm. I can look it up. Well... The reason I asked is like uh, the seeds that we're getting you in a couple of weeks, the blue butterfly pea. Uh, the flowers are blue, and they're blue when you make a tea. But if you add any type of uh, citric acid to the tea, it turns pink. Mm. Nice. Well, um, let, let's roll into uh, let's roll into it, Dad. Uh, you want to tell them a little bit about like a little bit of background on uh, on the farm, like roughly where it is what you guys did okay how many uh you're, you're one of five boys. five boys <laughs> right so uh i grew up on a farm in northern minnesota so thank or at the western minnesota 100 miles from canada about 50 miles from north dakota so pretty pretty severe winters and uh so i grew up on a dairy farm my parents uh had five boys and I remember at a young the one thing that Matthew said to share a story was just I do remember at a young age that um, when you learn a task you're going to be stuck with it so my dad uh, was working uh, up on the missile sites in North Dakota as an apprentice electrician so he wasn't home during the week so my older brother and I had to help with uh, 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 cleaning the gutters in the dairy barn and so um, when I he was about six and I was five we mom went in the house to take care of one of the other kids for a second. When he comes back out, my brother and I decided we were going to clean the gutter ourselves and not have her do it. So he grabbed one side of the wheelbarrow and I grabbed the other. And we were able to actually clean the gutters uh, when mom got out there. But we each had to have one handle of the wheelbarrow to do it and get it out of the barn. And so we come in and we were so proud and told mom, Hey, guess what? We were able to clean the gutters, and she just looked at us and said, "Well, good, you got that job every day now." <laughs> so, so my 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 thought or my comment there for life is that uh, when you learn something, if other people know it, you better be prepared to take it on full time. Like, uh, like Padre is our is one of our plant guys. He's he knows. Uh, I think he has every book under the sun that's ever been made. And uh, Grant's going to school for horticulture. So. Oh, great. And Padre, remember where you were from again? What part of the country? 
um, South Mississippi. I'm, I'm 16 miles due north of the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, wow. And, and uh, Grant, you're where in, in, in Georgia? I'm northwest Georgia. Northwest Georgia. About, okay. About 50 miles north of Atlanta. Okay. Great. Not far enough away. <laughs> yeah, you got the red soil there, right? And what? Uh, yeah, red, just solid red clay. And what's it like in Mississippi? I have sand. Okay. You're talking about rock. Rocks do not exist. I have never dug up a rock since he used it. Yeah. Yeah, and in northern Minnesota there it's uh it's uh, a lot pretty sandy, light, light light soil, uh, but actually pretty decent for uh both soybeans and um corn are the two big crops that they grow in that area. Some wheat. We we have we have tomatoes, okra and uh I don't mind this one blank. Watermelons. Okay. Those are staples then? That you grow? Yeah. Um, no, I actually, I grew watermelon. Uh, it just feels in black and grow a couple. Um, my, uh, forte is hot peppers. Oh, really? Um, uh, I have 60 plants in the seed, uh, seed house right now. They're, uh, chocolate, scorpion, trinidad, scorpion, Carolina reapers, goose peppers. Um, that's spirals. So the hottest tempers in the world were where my focus is. I'm, I'm the only person in the whole case that's in fresh. And so they're all sold through the farmer's market you were talking about earlier? Yes. Great. I have, uh, down here, we call it the Vegas of the South. There's casinos lying on the beach. I have two executive chefs that I've ever heard. Oh, wow. That's cool. And you guys, you guys had dairy cows, but then did you also have a conventional garden? Just kind of like yeah, we had a uh, we had a couple acre garden actually. So that acre was, that's how the most of us we had sweet corn and a bunch of potatoes, and then all the regular vegetables that you would expect to have on a farm. But but yeah, that stored. Uh, the potatoes we had stored the potatoes down in the basement of the farmhouse over the winter. And, uh, you know, of course they would grow a little bit cause it wasn't quite that chilly. So afternoons we would have to go down there and empty the potatoes from the sacks and then sprout them, de-sprout them cause they were all growing tendons. Yeah. That was a afternoon project in the, in the winters. And I don't know if any of you have to do that or you would do that when you were planting potatoes, sometimes they will sprout them so they grow better. Yeah, I do that when I grow them. So last year, I just had saved up bowl, maybe about a, a five or ten pounds just aside, and then they just all kind of sprouted by themselves, and I just dumped them in one of my raised beds, and they are starting to pop up. And then Padre said he had buried his about a foot down, and I had bought just a brand new auger, so I just went down two feet and then just dropped you know a handful of potatoes in there, covered it back up, and they just now started to come up too. I probably won't get the potatoes, but it'll just probably probably be a perennial plant now. Yeah, that's uh, my lazy experiment this year. You know, you, you plant the potatoes, they grow a little bit, you cover them up, they grow a little bit, you cover them up. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to put them a foot in the ground and see what happens. Yeah, my auger went like 22 inches down, and then I just dropped them in, covered them back up. I'll probably never get the potatoes from it. 
Now, that seems pretty deep for potatoes. Usually they're, you know, like three, four inches down. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't rot. I really am. I have too. But they've, they've yeah. started to pop up. Well, when you do only containers, um, four inches of dirt down, put the potato, and then 11 inches of dirt on top of it, typically in a, in a bucket. And let's say five y'all look at your bottom. So I was like, um, let me try that with the earth and see if we get the same result. So it may fail. I may get no potatoes out of it. But uh, I try to experiment on one thing every year. And this is my, my experiment. Okay. And, and do you have uh, do you have acreage or do you have mainly raised beds? I have, uh, well, we are on just under three acres. So I have a half acre for garden and two acres. Yeah, right about two acres for goats and sheep. Oh, wow. I have 87 raised beds. Wow. Yes, that's my main focus. Um, I was I didn't care to till up the ground or anything. It's too rocky. It's too hard. Um, so I just, I, I think Dad came up with the idea, and then I ran with it. I get all the material for free. I just got to pick it up, cut it in half, and fill them up, and I'm good to go. Those I planted, notes. Oh, yeah. I uh, cut them in half. I planted 120 tomatoes last Friday, and then about 60 marigolds with, like scattered in between them, and I still have four rows left of beds to plant. And are those all things you sell at farmers markets too? Then or no, I haven't been to a market. I pretty much just grew. So I started with eight beds, and then the next season I had twelve, and then the season after that I had. Um, 50 so and then this year i start i'm starting with 87 not all of it is used directly for gardening but i have about 34 that are so no i don't really have anything for market i only get about four hours of sun but i still met how i managed to produce the plant's average yield like last year i got 120 pounds of cucumbers and we just pickled them and made sweet pickles so, sorry, the internet cut out. You're gonna have to say that again. Oh, why only four hours of sun? Um, there are two gigantic oaks blocking where I did. I see. Got it. Got it. So if we're in the middle of maybe moving, but if that falls through, we're trying to buy my great grandmother's 178 year old house back from my aunt and mm -hmm. fix it. And that's be 13 acres. And then my grandmother has 10 next to it and then 17 across the street. So it's, it'd be a pretty good deal that we can just really have at. Um, if we don't move, then I will probably have take those three trees down. We'll chop them up for firewood. And then I'll probably get six to eight hours of sun. And then we'll reorganize my raised beds. And then we'll go from there. And see, Grant, all the little... Go ahead, Vadre. And Grant was really good at one of those home improvements and buying like 200 plants at 25 cents. <laughs> He's a wheeler dealer. Oh, is he? Yeah. Or, or, or we, he packs his vehicle for us with. I do. It's a problem. It's really a problem. It's hopefully a long-term investment. If Grant ever bought a truck, People better watch out. He uh he he he's got like this little like crossover with a trailer that he tows, and it's just like. I yeah. told him to go in there and look at a box truck. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get one of those Japanese trucks. Oh. Those little those little things. Yeah. I don't think I can drive those on the road down here. Really? I thought yeah. they were street legal. I don't I haven't seen any I've seen people who own them, but they've always been farm trucks. Mm. And they're not cheap. They're really not cheap. Yeah, they're still like twenty thousand dollars or so. Yeah. Yeah. I could get a box truck for that. Yeah. And a bunch sure. of plants. Yeah. Like a vocals on a box Um I had gone to Lowe's this past weekend and bought thirty Asiatic lilies for twenty percent under clearance and each one has a one bulb in it. So you can divide the bulbs and you can also root the leaves um in sand. So again, this future future hopefully product to sell. That's his whole thing. He like he buys like a bulk thing and he is able to split it. I sell the yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize you could actually negotiate with big box retailers. I it depends on the manager and it depends on their mood. I know one day uh, I got uh, 50 blackberry bushes that were $13. I got them for a dollar each. Um, wow. I had gotten, they were 16 hibiscus that were $26. I got for a dollar 25. Didn't get a whole display of seeds for free last year? No, that wasn't me. That was Scott. I went and wholesale, oh. I bought out uh, the tractor supply bulb section. They, I got the display, <laughs> the wooden display and everything. And uh, that was a, uh, that was probably an honest mistake because all those bulbs, either I left them outside too long, they got frosted and just damaged, but they all got root rot or mm-hmm. some type of fungus, and they killed every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So I planted like 500 daffodil bulbs, and they all got, they all had a fungus. The tulips did fine, had about 180 tulips planted, um, and the ones that came up, they did very well, so... So do you guys do you guys ever share like outside videos of like your pepper plants and your tulips and all of the other stuff you guys are growing so you can kind of see the, your handiwork? I have a TikTok that I do that. I stopped posting when I hit three thousand followers because it got boring. It, was, it became a t- it became a task, um, and I just didn't feel like doing it. I'm thought about starting back again. I just I just have to I just have to go do it. And, and Pedro, you do or don't do? I don't. I don't stable people. Need Padre. <laughs> Sorry, Padre. <laughs> I'm not settle people. Not a YouTube channel. Well, I tried once, but all the editing and everything in the video is just a pain for me. And my ADHD, I can't stay on it long enough to actually accomplish the task. I may try TikTok this summer. Uh, I've never done I'm a, I have a TikTok, but I've never actually. It's honestly easy. I don't know if I just hit it good, but I've had like a couple dozen videos over 20,000 views. Really? Yeah. I, and man, they can. Uh, I don't know if it's just me or... You either get really hot or really cold. It's And what happened to be that topic that you were able to get that many views? Pretty much every single one. It was either chickens. People love chickens. I posted a picture of a chickens eating an oversized bowl of rice. And I got 60,000 views. Um, and then I, a lot of the other ones were just me posting videos of my toads, and like how I get them for free. Because people are like, how do you get them for free? I'm like, I don't want to tell you. 
because he may be near me. <laughs> Let me see if Grant ever sent me a video of or a photo of all his uh, all of his totes. I'm sure I did. I can see you. Now. Um, and then are you going to share, uh, uh, Potter? Are you going to share any of your uh, hot peppers, or are they too expensive to? Or would it be too much to ship them? They would, they would, they would go bad by the time they got here. Um, no, I can ship peppers, uh, dry or fresh. Uh huh. I can't. I can't. I'm hot enough. I get. Uh... Oh, so were you saying? Were you? I think I heard you say that a couple of chefs. You're you're providing them peppers on a regular basis for some of the meals they make. Yes. Um. Um, one of them I've been supplying since last year when I first started Pepper, so it wasn't very much. Um, he's gonna be a bigger, he's gonna be a big, bigger pyre issue. And then I met another executive chef at Farmers Market last weekend. Okay, Matt, check your Telegram. All right. But um, those peppers are the, are the least expensive of the peppers I have, and they sell for about twelve dollars a pound. Really? Out to Carolina. You get up the Carolina Reapers and they're talking 25 bucks a pound. Grant, can I share this uh, with the um, on the video? Is that fine? <laughs> yeah. Just checking. One second. Let me, let me. Yep. I know. Andre, I would like to get some of your seeds just because dad likes hot peppers. I don't care to grow them for market. Uh, I feel like he just had fun making stuff with them. All right. Here's Grant's place. Well, no, too far. So here's here's some of his stuff. So he's got all these IBC totes cut in half. I see. Wow. You can click on a picture, I think. Does it not? Am I not seeing the full? No, I got a full screen on my on my end. Wow, that's cool. No, it's a it's a collage picture. Oh, all right. All right. Well. Well, stop Very cool. Up. I don't know how to fix that on Telegram. No, I make my own uh, seasoning blends and everything with peppers too. I'll power them up. Like, um, infuse salts and things like that. I had a guy this last weekend, he was already looking peppers at the, the garlic salts and regular salts. And I walked over there, I was like, uh, I was like, I said, let me walk. And he goes, Something really hot. I'm thinking habanero. And uh, I look at him and say, I, don't, I don't have anything that mild. And you get that mild. I said, that mild. I was like, the mildest thing I have is pepper, which is about a million so a little hotter than habanero. He ended up going to Carolina Reaper, my hottest. He just went straight to me and he's like, oh, that's good. That's funny. Um, for some reason, I always thought that, uh, your parents, I don't, I didn't, I knew they had cows, but I didn't think that they were dairy cows. I thought that they were more into like row crops, like corn and soybeans. That was like their. Well, yeah, no, they were, uh, dairy farmers, you know, well before I, w I even left. But then we moved to, uh, we moved to beef cows because dairy, dairy became just too much work. When, uh, as soon as the three oldest boys left the farm, dad moved to beef cows because he didn't have enough help to do the dairy cows so that's a, a lot less strenuous and not you're not tied down as milk by hand have. or did they have the pump uh no they we had uh milkers 
Okay. But yeah, I don't know. Did either of you guys uh, grow up on farms or not? No. Uh, my parents had chicken houses. Okay. Maybe when I was one. And then we they had got out of that for specific reasons. And then we're been more re- we're over here now for about 20 years. Okay. I, I, I did not. I grew up in a trailer in the middle of the woods. Got it. Yeah. Uh, now our neighbor had a tobacco farm. Um, and the fun and the late summer before school started back, I would help on the tobacco farm. Okay. Bit, like, yeah. Cause I was going to ask you down there if tobacco or, uh, Cotton is there cotton down in Mississippi that area too or not? Yeah, cotton is still our main agricultural product in the state. We got a tobacco. We've got a ton of cotton. Uh, occasionally, when we go over to Alabama, they have tons of cotton too. Agriculture is still our biggest GDP in the state. It is. Wow. I don't know what Georgia's is. Crime? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That was a good one. Uh, now, uh, we don't we don't really do tobacco here. If you go over to Louisiana, uh, Latakia grows really well in that climate over there. Right. It, it's amazing climate difference it's just between uh, Mississippi and Louisiana. Like, uh, I don't know what it is, but like uh, killer bees, African honey bees. They're in Texas, they're in Louisiana. They're not in Mississippi. That they just don't survive well here. Ours is still agriculture too. Okay. Padre, aren't you moving? I thought I saw something in the Telegram chat that you uh, didn't. You, didn't you? Aren't you moving? You bought a place? You moving? We're looking at a place. Um, okay. Six point seven acre. It, it's only like fifteen miles north of where I'm at. Oh, okay. I'm moving, I'm moving counties. The county I'm in now is a, reti- is a national retirement community and of its course county. And the taxes <laughs> are... <laughs> yeah. Um, Georgia's largest agriculture commodity exploited is chicken. Hmm. Uh, boilers. Like, there's a whole lot of chicken farms down here. That, then cotton. Cotton is our biggest... They had a they had a cotton campaign going on with billboards, and uh, one of the billboards was the uh, this is a black guy from the cotton field. Everybody in the black could not believe the state did that. They, they took it down. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I mean, how many approvals did that get to? Uh, it was shortly after that we changed our flag too. So you know. <laughs> Good. That is that is something else. We had uh we saw the the Confederate battle flag on our state flag until two years ago. Hmm. It, was, it was right after the billboard fiasco that they changed the flag and everything. Good. The important things. Yeah. No, that's the only thing wrong with the Mississippi. I'm sure. Um. Yeah, we are. We we are. We're, we're the nicest state in the South. I don't care if anybody says. We have the lowest crime. I believe it. I believe it. Sure. We have Atlanta. Enough said. Dad, you had mentioned uh, the three oldest. The three oldest boys had uh, moved off of the farm. What 
were you were you encouraged to leave the farm or were you encouraged to stay well when you were making when you realize you're yeah i guess everybody in the community pretty much 80 percent of the community where we went to high school and grade school were all farmers so we we're all poor but we didn't know it because everybody was kind of in the same situation but um i think our dad and mom both encouraged us to um get a degree and get off the farm. And, uh, you know, the winters are pretty brutal. It'd be like 20, 25, 30 below in the winter time. And you go out to milk the cows. It's, it's pretty chilly, even though the barn's warm because the cattle would keep it warm. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't, um, four of the five boys actually did move off. The first four of the boys moved off the farm. I'm the second oldest. And then the youngest, my youngest brother, who's now going to just turn 58, he does still farm a, a thousand acres about a mile from the homestead that my dad passed away, but my mom still lives on the homestead and she just, she'll be 91 in June. So yeah, so hard, hard work, I think, you know, provides some strong work ethic, regardless of what you end up doing for your career. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, and in, in most cases, unless you're inheriting the land, I know like you were talking grant, whether you were able to buy some of the relatives land there, or, I know. Uh, Padre, you said you're looking at some other land. Land is pretty expensive. In the southern part of the state, Minnesota, land is about $10,000 an acre, agricultural land. I don't know what it's down where you guys are. And then in northern Minnesota, because the soil is not quite as rich up there, uh, it's about uh, $3,000 an acre for agricultural land. But we're about 700 to 1,200 an acre. Okay. And that would be tillable. That would be tillable. That would be tillable soil. Tillable. Yep. That needs some help growing, but yeah, get down down here since I've been with my parents years. Where I garden at now, I spent ten years building the soil. Okay. I did did want to point out that my average January low is like forty-five degrees. (laughs) <laughs> this comes up almost every time years the last time you saw snow was four years ago is what you said yeah our average snowfall was zero i hadn't seen snow in like two or three years either yeah been a couple of days <laughs> like we're cool. no but uh yeah we're trying to get my the land back it's in probate now uh, 20 years after he passed because he did not do a, the quick claim deed properly to go for it to be passed to his wife. Oh, no. But, so he has two sons with a different woman. Both are kind of, um, they need full supervision. So they each have a guardian. So they have to get notified that it's being sold. And the the house value is like 30000 for the structure. And the 13 acres, I think, is 8000 per acre. But it's okay. all pretty much farmable. Okay, well, that would be nice. Yeah. Um. So you got a degree. Where and for what? Oh, I have an engineering degree from University of Wisconsin in uh, Menominee, and then I started at IBM, and was there for. Um, five or six years, and then got into sales uh, for IBM and then later 
uh, another guy and I started our own marketing company and we had that for about um, 18 years. And I, I just sold it a year and a half ago. Uh, we had about 50 people when we sold it to a, another company similarly sized. So now I'm trying to spend a little more time visiting my grandkids and uh, helping Matthew and uh, some of my other sons with some of their projects. When you're not right. down in Mexico or uh, Bali or you've just been traveling nonstop to all these tropical places, right? Well, Bahamas, but yes, uh, but yes. Yeah. No, no, we're not real. We travel once. We travel to a warm destination once a year. We're, we, we're not in Mississippi or Atlanta where we have nicer weather, so we have to travel somewhere to enjoy it. He's yeah. been uh, he's been working nonstop, bought a cabin, got bought my grandparents' cabin and has been uh, refurbishing it. Yeah, entire time for the last for the last year. Well, you, you know, idle hands are not good, right? So you need to do something when you yeah, uh, when you're tired. So, so my in laws had a cabin. They had a twenty. They're the third. We're the third owners. My in laws had it for twenty six years, and then uh, the the previous owners had it fourteen. So it's a log cabin, but nothing had ever been done to it in forty years. So it needed a bunch of TLC. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah, if we get this house, there's going to be a whole lot of TLC. It's going to need uh, up-to-date plumbing and electrical. Mm. It was originally a three-room house. It is now a six, seven-room house. Wow. Um, originally, it had two bedrooms with doors. Uh, you had entrances and exit doors on both the bedrooms, and then one large room that was had the fireplace I think the the stove and everything, and and then they added on the kitchen. When I have no clue, and then another master room, and then a dining room, and then they didn't add the bathroom to like the seventies. So, do you think? Do you have an idea how old the original structure was? I think the you know I think the original structure is a hundred and seventy eight years old. Wow, it's it's pretty old. Um, the two bedrooms that touch, they have a joining fireplace, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Old two months later. No, here I'm a hurricane rolls through. You got to rebuild every time a hurricane rolls through. Yeah, we remodel every three or four years. <laughs> Jeez. It's time for a new kitchen, hurricane, you know, whatever came through. Three years ago, the hurricanes they had to come through and wiped out all the infrastructure on my farm. Oh, uh, really? Got from my chicken coop. That's right. Everything else is gone. All my old buildings, greenhouses, everything gone. Did you? I, I was going to ask you how did you end up getting into the super hot peppers part? I mean, how did that become a focus for you versus other things? Um, it was more of a hobby. At first, me and my sons all enjoy super hot spicy food. And uh, I had some left over, and I, I decided to take it to market to see if it would sell. And they sold quickly. I mean, within the first hour of being open. And uh, I got to talking to somebody else that does hot peppers. But he, he just sells hot sauces, and they're all made somewhere else. He just has a little, uh, one of his hot spice stores. He's like, yeah, there's nobody on the coast. That, that builds fresh hot pepper mm. and i'm in cajun country everybody likes everything spicy down there. 
Right. So we took uh, what became Avi, and because they're they're not easy to grow, and uh, we just kind of started scaling it up. Last year we did a little bit bigger. This year, uh, I think we're up to sixty plants. And and sixty don't sound like a whole lot, but this plants will get five feet tall, five feet around the burrows. Oh, really? See, I was thinking like you know two foot high type little like how many peppers could you get off a plant? Uh, my ghost peppers last year was giving me almost ten pounds a week. Ten pounds a week. They were just throw peppers. I couldn't give them away. Well, you're supposed to be selling them, not giving them. No, that's what I did. I dehydrated what I couldn't sell, and uh, that's what I made all my spices out of this year. Yeah. So now I have, uh, we had a freak, freak cold blast right before Christmas. And down here, peppers are perennials, usually. And right at Christmas, we had three days in a row below freezing, and that does not happen. I lost every pepper plant I had, so I'm starting from scratch this spring. Wow. We can were they it. able to will they able to provide that much uh harvest if they're in their first year or did, were those like three four year old plants that were able to produce ten pounds a week no those are first year plants really wow so little... the only way we can have a perennial pepper is if we bring it inside and overwinter it in like a, just a pot you gotta cut it down chop it up and then replant it later. I did not know y'all could have that. That's cool. Yeah, typically we can have that. Uh, so this year, we've already started making plans to build a um, basically temporary greenhouses over all the pepper bushes. I'm not taking any chances this winter. What are you going to build it out of? Pallets? Right. I'm going to go buy those two hundred dollar ten foot wide, twenty foot hoop houses that last about three months. That they get me just on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what you can do, since it's Amazon, if you want to just put it back together and then send it back, you can. They have like a four or five month return policy. <laughs> no, what I've been doing is uh, I started a couple of weeks ago getting on Facebook Marketplace and just finding people that's got old damaged or old wore out trampolines. Yeah. yeah. That's a trend I'm seeing a lot lately. Yeah. And what do you do with yeah. it? So you take a used trampoline that's free and you cut it in half. And so you have two hoops. And you make a hoop house out of that, like a green ha- green hoop house. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot lately. There's a lady up the road from me. She just opened the plant nursery a year ago, two years ago. All of the now is made out of trampolines that she was picked up from people's over. There can't be that many people trying to get rid of trampolines, can there? Well, South Mississippi there is. <laughs> if you can get them out of the tree. <laughs> well, yes, you got fish them out of the tree. Which I do, I salvage a lot of stuff. There were hurricanes are gold for me. Yeah, I, I did lose a lot of stuff on that one, but you know the winds come through, and everybody down here is privacy. And when a privacy fence panel gets blown down, insurance companies don't fix it; they replace it. So after a week after hurricane, you drive down and just see ten foot long, perfectly good section of the privacy fence fitting on the side of the road. The, my goat stables, my chicken coop. I don't use plywood. I use privacy fence boards. That's what I wrap them with. Mm, nice. But it's just, and sometimes, especially when you get a hurricane one year after the next, 
This board is just about brand new. You pick them off all side of the road. So are the So the things that you guys were talking about are both of those full time jobs for both of you? My bakery, um so our, we sell okay, we have a website where we sell some of my hot sauces, uh homemade certs, things like that. And then we also have a bakery. I sell bread at a farmer's market. Okay. Uh, bakery, my full-time job. And then you do the peppers on the side. Yeah. I'm wanting, wanting the peppers to take over eventually, but I think I'm going to go a few years away from that being my, my main income source. And then there's just one more question on the bakery thing. Is that where you have to get up at 3 a.m. and start baking and have things, goods ready, or are you selling them mainly at the farmer's market where you can have more normal hours? Uh, I sell them all at the farmer's market. We we operate under uh, cottage laws here. So the cottage law states that certain food items, and bread is one of them, can be sold without a license. License? Okay, got it. Right. Here's uh, Padre's stand here. Oh, farmer. Neat. So. Yep. That's great. And then, Grant, for you, your full-time gig is? School? I am like, going to school full time, and then just wheeling and dealing on the side. And and ultimately, when you're done with school, what is that? You're going to use that as a launching pad into like a hort. You're going to be a full time horticulturist, or what is the goal there? Uh, my goal is to open up a nursery and take that nursery. So my first initial goal is to wherever I'm going is to do. Um, small-scale commercial food production for vegetables and produce for farmers markets mm-hmm. yeah i always figure okay i grow two thousand pounds of vegetables nobody wants them i can eat them that's fine you know i won't i won't i won't have to pay a grocery bill so time's not wasted and then i want to you know transfer that from that to getting plant nurseries um, i want to do some small-scale meat production on the side for me and family and then eventually, hopefully, get a brick and mortar store where we have um, the greenhouses out back, the nurseries, sell landscaping materials, um, maybe eventually make the landscaping materials like mulch um, mm. to, to sell. Right. Okay. That you be getting the pigs lately? What? You've been getting in the pigs lately, haven't you? Uh, I got only got pigs because I got paid it with them. So that, that's the only reason I have pigs. Um, I was just going to get the one from the guy cause it's a Osabow. It's like a, like an heirloom, you know, breed. And then I ended up going back a couple weeks later to do some work for him. And they ended up leaving with four pigs. And <laughs> no, he ended up leaving with four pigs and their girl from class coincidentally got her pigs from this guy. I just got those pigs from, but she got them in the city and the city's like, you can't have pigs. So I waited till like the last day the city was going to come and inspect them. And then I just went and picked them up because I didn't feel like paying $50 for two pigs. I didn't want. She's like, well, can you come get them? It's like, yeah, I'll come get them. And then I traded two, uh, two of those pigs. They're about, you know, 20 pounds. And I traded them for 270 pound pigs and we butchered those out. Hmm. So we have like a whole freezer full of pork. And so much for it. Grant can will and deal like nobody else. Yeah, that's 
Well, because yeah, the pigs would have made had a heyday with all of your uh, plants that you had there. If, had you had to try to pen them, and you made a pig pen out of it. I just... Yeah, I put uh, man. I get a picture. That I see. Yeah, it's it's like you probably could have to put it up on TikTok, but I, I have like sixty of these IBC totes um, that I don't I haven't cut up yet. So I used them and I stacked them into I put them I think too high and they're about eight wide in the off the pig pen. Um, Got it. I see. Are you gonna send it on Telegram? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go see if I can find it. All right. So, uh, have you thought about being a professional auctioneer or something like that, where you're buying stuff and then you're reselling it all? I'm more opportunistic. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for people to say no when they, when they, when they want them gone, when they want something. Um, so it's very easy. So a guy at work, he, uh, his girlfriend's dad at the Tad five goats and he wanted to sell them. These were some nice goats. Well, he ended up giving me his girlfriend's dad's bottom price first. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it for $500. So I'll do it for $100 a piece. And then, so I turned around and I sold one of them for $450, uh, two of them for $150, and then another one for, like, I think, $125. And then I kept the other one. <laughs> so, yeah, again, people. It's it's really opportunistic, um, and people just don't ask. You know, you go up to somebody and just like ask them, "Hey, blah 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 blah." Yes or no? Okay, no. Move on. Only post the ones you win because you get the only ones you have from it. Right. It's a great story. On the uh, I think on the last episode, episode or two ago. Um, Chicken Whisperer was giving you lots and lots of advice on uh, running, running your own, running your own show, and I think the nursery is a really good idea. I just spent like four hundred and fifty bucks on I don't know eighteen plants for they, yeah. none of them. They don't even produce food. They so last week we went on a field trip. Last week we went on a field trip and uh, to um, Dixie Green. It's a nursery in Alabama. They have twelve acres of greenhouses. And so twelve acres. Yeah. Wow. And so I'm like, I they 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 show us like I'm like, y'all have they 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 could they in my opinion they've been completely cut because Walmart and Lowe's only sell to a handful of suppliers, and those suppliers so Walmart and Lowe's tell you how much they're gonna pay, what you're gonna plant, what you're gonna put it in, and when to have it ready by, and then so they tell Young's Farm specifically. Uh, and then Young's Farm t- turns around and subcontracts that out to some other farms. And so this farm, the only thing they do is grow commercially for Young Farms. And they get below wholesale price. In my opinion, that's more like just a factory. That's not a real, right. in my opinion, that's not a nursery. Nurseries, when I go and visit nurseries and greenhouses, um, they have life. Each one has its own individual life and story. Each one has their own individual specific plants. I buy them and then I'm going to use those for my own plants. Um, because the nursery is supposed to have a whole bunch of different stuff, not just, and they used to, but they just kind of narrowed everything down to just like their main handful of stuff. That just doesn't sound fun to me. It sounds like they've been completely whipped 
into just making a paycheck instead of, you know, enjoying their business. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, the uh, the nursery that we were at on Saturday, they said that they moved here from somewhere back in like 67 have been here since then. Yeah, well, actually from uh, Cambridge, Minnesota. Oh, that's right. That was. Her yeah. dad did. Yeah, her dad did. Yeah. And so. a super, super knowledgeable woman on all of the different plants and work, you know, the type of shade you needed, the soil you needed, what kind of soil mixture you needed to get them started. It was, it was pretty interesting. And, uh, so we not only had to put them in the ground, you know, we not only had to dig out all the rocks, which, uh, Padre's never seen a rock, but we have to dig out the rocks. <laughs> so Matthew would use a pickaxe and He's then I would shovel up rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and then we would, uh, get all, got all the, all the plants, uh, the trees, and then the shrubs planted. And then yesterday, today we didn't work because uh, it was raining here. But yesterday, then we had to take uh, basically wire and wrap wrap up five. I did five foot diameter. And so like the small Siberian pea shrubs, I mean, they're only like a foot and a half tall or so. So why did you get uh, non-fruit-producing uh, trees? Uh, because in that spot, it's, uh... you know what? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I wanted. I wanted something thorny and flowery uh, in okay. that spot. I'll I'll send you I'll send you a video. Hey, hey don't encourage him. I'm leaving on Wednesday, and my back is killing me. I can't. I sent you that TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, like because you had brought up chicken, is like like you said, you know, you you bought the trees, and then you had to plant the trees. I'd also like to have a landscaping crews that you can buy a plant from me, and we can install them for you. I don't care to get into lawn care at all. I am, but landscaping is different. Oh, like, I, I just got a, I just got a job last week for twenty five dollars an hour. Just totes. All I'm doing is replanting these ladies, this lady's planters. Twenty five dollars an hour plus cost of plants. Mm. Um, it's it's is if you have the hustle, there's always it's always stuff to do. No, that's true. Speaking it, of speaking of hustle, go ahead, go ahead, Padre. Then <laughs> I just make bread. <laughs> no, yeah. everything I, the agro really feeds the family other than peppers really. well I was going to ask you Padre do any of those spices uh, taste good on uh, barbecued ribs or would they be too hot um it depends on how how uh, how, how much you like heat uh, uh, send, send a link to uh, Matthew and uh, maybe I'll order some spices from you and just put a little bit on I'll, I'll try a, a rack with a little more spice on and see what people think I'll, uh, I'll i'll send one i, I can't legally sell across state lines yet but i can i can gift to one you can get uh, and they can just venmo you i was gonna i was gonna say can i buy the container and uh the contents aren't included <laughs> the, the whole yeah, shipping across state lines things is complete total bs well i know well, as long as I'm operating under cottage laws, I have to abide by that. But yeah. our goal is, uh, our goal, hopefully by the end of this year, is to have a, a 10 by 20 building out here and we'll want to have it converted into a commercial kitchen. Get it licensed and inspected, and then um, I won't be down by any of that. Okay, nice. Then you could just start an e commerce platform, you know, use an e commerce platform and sell nationally. Or internationally, even. 
Yeah, and well, and I already have. But oh, um, so I'll add it to that. I, I just added the bakery page recently. Um, people can order online and pick up a smaller budget. So uh, you mentioned that because there's a lot of people. There you go. Repeat. Uh, there's a lot of people with uh, Cajun ancestry down there. Are you also have that kind of ancestry and that also, you know, said, hey, I'm going to do hot peppers because I like hot food too? No, I, I was born and raised in North Carolina, uh, foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. So, uh, um, I've I've been here since 2013. I, I just passed the 10 year mark that I'm in Mississippi. Nice. Right. And now you're moving. Different climate. Is it much, much different? 15 miles? Uh, I'll be moving out of zone nine and into zone eight. Oh, no. What are you going to do? Well, uh, no. I know. It's, it's going to come okay, up. Okay. We're still getting about perennial. <laughs> they, they should be. <clears throat> uh, well, I'm like, I said I'm like 7A. I had to end that. Like three. It'll it'll be eight feet, but uh, I think they actually get snow like twenty miles north of me. Really? Well, I, I'm pretty close to the Gulf of Mexico, and the waters are so warm. We just have this little mm-hmm. pocket of one layer over us all the time. So it's it's kind of crazy how twenty miles can make a difference. Yeah. Yep. Well, before you buy that property, you might want to plant a few plants up there. See how they do. Well, we have, uh, he'll make him, he'll make it work. The, the produce vendor that at the farmer's market I go to, they live up there. And they, uh, they, they do pretty well. And as far as I know, we've been out to their place. It doesn't look like they really into their soil that much either. They're, okay. They're, they're not into that so much as commercial farming. They, they oh, still, that kind of sucks. They're, they're still small. Like they only grow a few acres, but they do it, um, Big ag style. Convert him, man. Convert him. I've been trying. I've been talking to him for a year now. I'm uh, trying to do, get can do that on smaller property and grow more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm bringing them out this year because I'm, I'm actually growing vertically this year. Everything. I got watermelons, everything one up in here. Oh, cool. And uh, hmm. I'm going to bring them out and show them what I got going on. If the weather will ever warm up. I, I'm in a jacket right now. In, in late April, Gulf Mississippi, and there should not be, there should not be. Yeah, we're having it's it got down to thirty seven last night. We get down to forty five. That that doesn't happen here, not in April. Yeah, we get we're having January weather. I think that might be uh, something nationwide because you know usually even in Minnesota by middle of April it's decent sixty degree weather and. Uh, up at uh, the cabins of three hours north of Minneapolis, St. Paul, and there's two inches of snow on the ground, and we just got two inches earlier this uh, early last week, so that's unusual. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't. Hey, everything's it's a, a weather thing, or they're keep spraying stuff in the air thing. The the silver aluminum nanoparticles. Yes. Yeah. The aluminum and baron. Yeah. Well, we got a couple minutes left, uh, Dad, uh, Grant, and Padre. Is there a couple things that you wanted to touch on that we didn't that we didn't get to mention yet? No, this was great. I I, I got some 
product that I need to get some spices, and we'll have to see how uh, we'll ha- you'll have to follow up with me and tell me how Grant does on his test tomorrow. Sure. Oh yeah, I'll put it. I'll be in the Telegram. We'll see. But <laughs> I'll ask. I'll get it so I can study. I will take in about two and a half weeks. And uh, yeah, are we are we still doing that that weekend because yeah. her her water scheduling changed, so we actually can actually do it that weekend. Okay. So Grant's getting married, and Padre is going to marry uh, him and his fiance. Really? Yeah. How yeah. cool is that? Yeah. Very cool. Our, our, my parents don't think it's exactly proper timing since I'm still in school and yada yada. But I, quite frankly, don't care. And when? And what is this big? Uh, when's this big uh, occasion happening, Grant? May fourteenth, probably. Oh, congratulations! That's exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, I'm going to shake his hand for the first time ever, and be like, "All right, let's get to Lady start." Yeah. <laughs> and how far apart, uh, miles wise, is between the two locations? So he is coming from Mississippi, which is like six and a half hours from me. He's going to North Carolina, and then we're meeting in Helen, Georgia, on the way back. So we're okay. going like two hours away. You going to Virginia? Where are going to Lynchburg, Virginia? Oh, okay, never mind. They're going to Virginia. <laughs> my wife's stopping in my eye. Oh, really? Wow. Here the doctor had some education now, so we're going up to Virginia for her hooding ceremony. Because I thought it was a big deal. She didn't want to go, and I was like, no, nah, you only do this once in your life. Agreed. Are you swinging by, like, North Carolina to stop by Agora Crops? Are you stopping yeah, by his pipe? Yeah, I'm going to stop and see Long Story Farms. I'm going to stop and see Agora Crops. And, uh, Dude, I'm super jealous. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun trip. If, if only you live in Montana, then you can meet up with. I know. I just, I'm just gonna shut down the east. I'm just gonna like ignore all you East Coast people and just do uh, my little Pacific Northwest. That's all right. I, I'll do my 24 by 24 thing. It's okay. <laughs> of course, you would rip me off. <laughs> There's actually 24 people down here I could go see. I bet there is. I bet you could hit them all in a day too. That's how you'd roll. And like, all right, I got, I got, I, I got forty-five minutes before I gotta go. I'm probably. I traded this. Yep. He traded the. He went to the first place, traded him something, took it to the second place, made three hundred bucks from them, bought something from them, and then went to the third place. By the end of the day, he's a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm. <clears throat> You'll got. I'm probably the furthest from Grant, and I'm over. Or a little shopping screen. Yeah. Okay. We we don't we really have like a it's really more like a deep southeast group because it's the Carolinas, Georgia, Mississippi. That's it. Yeah. You got Jeremy in Alabama. True. There you go. Yeah. Not, well, uh Josh Sinners is in Tennessee. I don't know who that is. Is he the one that says he's the Fed? No, no, that that's Josh uh, Josh Capaldi yeah okay same letters yeah kind of. yeah Matt you missed some drama today in the uh, chat group and uh, I'll, all of a sudden I looked at there was like 500 messages and I'm like I don't have I don't, uh, I don't have time for this oh man catch me up in just a minute 
Catch me up in just a minute. It started with a semi-racial meme that didn't need to be responded to, and then someone unnecessarily responded to it, and then it became a spiral. This guy acted like a complete child, and if I wasn't sleeping, I would have kicked him because he talked way too much for way too long. Right. That's about it. Attack me on my face. Yeah. Like somebody, somebody edited it, or uh, somebody took and limited it, his, his account so he couldn't post memes or pictures anymore. I don't know who did it. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, okay. I, I asked Gore. He didn't do it. But uh, huh. weird. You come after me about something about flat bread, frying pan, Jesus on a sand floor or something. We've been trying to bake me into a, a religious discussion for a few days now, and I've just been wanting. But yeah, he just, yeah, he blamed me for it. Like he started attacking me and poking me, and we, we were all like, "He's gone now." Yes, huh? Oh. Look, look. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I missed the drama. <laughs> I took a three-hour nap today. Me too. I took a three hour and I woke up 200 messages by the time I got to it's like, so is he gone now? Yeah, Grant. Like, is he gone? Is he gone? And then I can talk smack about it. All right, Grant. Go ahead. Plug your stuff. Uh, Yeah. uh, Check me out on Twitter at Payne Homestead, where I don't post anything. Or Homestead of Payne on TikTok and Instagram, where I don't post anything. Uh, Maybe one day I will. It'll be for your betterment. Check me out. Can you do the... Did you own your Randy Savage voice yet or no? Um, what is Randy? Is oh, that the Pain. Oh, yeah. That one? Yeah. Kind of. That's more Kool-Aid, but that's good enough. <laughs> I don't know if All Randy right. Savage is, to be honest. That's, see the one. You have to YouTube him. Uh, go ahead, Padre. All right. You can find me at Padre Homestead on Twitter. I have a website, smith-homestead.com. If you use code FarmHopLife, check out. You get bumping off your power. Thank you. Appreciate that. This whole time, Got Oakland work. listener has been destiny. I kind of figured it was either <laughs> uh, him or, or her or Gora. Usually she watches it at work. That's funny. Uh, and I am Matt DeRozier of Fun Hop Life. We're a traveling host of family. I got a podcast, YouTube, Twitter, all that all that fun stuff. Uh, Dad, thanks for, thanks for being on tonight. You want to plug your stuff? Oh, thanks for uh, having me on the show. You guys got a great group here. I'm real jealous, and I hope I have a chance to join you again in the future. Have a have a great summer, assuming it comes. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for being here, guys, and uh, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs>